Well, I'll be honest with you. What I teach every day, um, I touch on people. Um, and I mean that <laughs> physically and just emotionally. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Black Wall Street Today. I am your host, Blair Durham, and we've got such an exciting show in store for you. Before we get started, you are invited to join the conversation online. Follow our hashtags, Black Wall Street Today, and hashtag add this to the list. Like us on Facebook at Black Wall Street Today, and subscribe to receive updates from our regional Black Chamber of Commerce, Black Brand at www.blackbrand.biz. Are you interested in being featured on our show? Visit blackwallstreet.today and submit your information. We would love to have you and your perspective. We're going to jump right into our first guest for the second installment on our Stocks and Entrepreneurship series, introducing stock market and entrepreneurship with Hampton University alum, Mr. J.R. Fenwick, founder and CEO of FlipThatStock.com and award-winning author of How I Quit My $100,000 a Year Job. J.R., are you there? I am. How you doing? I'm doing so well. It's good to hear your voice this week. Thank you. It's good to be back. Listen, I saw your feature on blacknews.com. What is it that you are doing by way of your platform to recreate Black Wall Street, JR? Well, um, what we did was um, we we really have created um, an educational movement where... um, we have a goal of training 1,000 beginners. They don't have to know anything about the stock market. And we want to teach 1,000 beginners in the year 2019 how to get started in the stock market. Everything from, you know, what is a stock? How does a stock market work? How do I open up a special account to trade stocks? How do I find stocks? What software do I use? Um, everything from A to Z so that they, uh, within this year period of time, become proficient mm-hmm. um, and, and self-sufficient. So we're not teaching them to say, hey, we're just going to follow JR and what his stock picks up. No, it's, it's you're going to be able to find the stocks. You're going to be able to do the techniques yourself. And so that's our mission and that's our way of helping recreate uh, Black Wall Street and we're going to be setting up hubs all across the country, okay. uh, kicking it off in the D.C. area, the D.C. Okay. and Maryland area. Okay. But we will be coming down to uh, my alma mater, the Hampton Roads area, and, I, and I'll be talking to you about that, uh, you know, for the uh, date and time of the seminar when we come down there. So it's very, very exciting. Got it. So very let exciting. me just recap. So 1,000 new folks that are stock market proficient is your goal for 2019 via these hubs that you're creating. I think it's a fantastic initiative. So let's get into some of the nitty gritty right now. Let's talk about the 11 no's of the stock market. What can you share with us? Okay. And let me say this real quick before I get into that. Imagine, you know, um, you know, when we have something happen uh, in our community, if it's police brutality or or whatever, there's injustice, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. oftentimes we'll see a thousand people or more out in the streets marching and chanting and protesting and all that. So imagine if we had that same activity, and this is the goal, 
but now we all know how to trade in the stock market. We all know how it works. We all are enhancing our education, our yes. confidence, and our finances. So this is really a, a, a like I said, an educational movement um, along those lines. And, um, and that kind of ties here. right to... Thank you. That kind of ties into some of the no's that you were asking me about. Uh, like, what are these no's that you're talking about when it pertains to the stock market? The stock market, uh, irregardless of if you're in school, if you have a job, if you're an entrepreneur, it's a perfect fit because it has these these no's, meaning there's no office required. Okay. There's no expensive uh, equipment that's needed. You know, uh, most uh, really you just need a laptop uh, or your or your phone or tablet, and most people already have that and an internet connection. Okay. Um, if you already have a business, mm -hmm. you don't want to take on a whole another business. So there's no hiring, there's no firing, uh, there's no accounting that has to be done for employees. There's uh, no selling of products, no recruiting. There's no boss. There's no limits on the uh, income you can make. Uh, hmm. There's no degrees or certificates or licenses needed. There's no confinement, meaning that as long as you got your laptop... You can do this from anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Anywhere. There's a lot of appeal and there, so, for sure. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I love it is because, you know, I can do... There is no confinement. So it's, all, it's almost like the ultimate freedom tool. Mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, there's no knowledge base restrictions. So what I mean by that is like, there's no, well, um, it's, it's, it's unlimited learning opportunities. That and and that, that's equally as important as the money because when you go out and you know how the market works and you're talking in different circles, you walk different, you talk different. Um, and what price do you put on that? So that's what I mean by the, you know, the nose of learning how to trade stocks, flip stocks, you know, invest in the stock market. That's good. If you're just tuning in, uh, this is Blair Dern with Black Wall Street Today. We've got the pleasure of having Mr. J.R. Fenwick uh, sharing in the second installment on stocks and entrepreneurship. Just going over the 11 no's of the stock market. I actually thought we were going to talk about 11 no-no's of the stock market, but you mean sort of 11... Um, 11 spaces where there aren't any challenges for folks that are making money with the stock market. I, I, I love it. So what is the stock market? Do people know what a stock market is? What's the stock market? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, a lot of people don't. And a lot, a lot of people really don't understand what a stock is. And so you really got to start there. It's just uh, help people that a stock is nothing but a slice, a sliver, uh, or what they call a share of ownership in a company. And a company uh, would divide itself into these pieces because, and sell them to the public because they want to raise money. So let's take, uh, say, Apple. Mm -hmm. At some point, you know, it started in Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak and some of his friends started in the garage, started growing, started building this. But at some point, they needed a lot of money, you know, maybe $100 million, $200 million, which is really nothing on Wall Street. And so they say, hey, at, you know, not... I don't know the exact scenario, so I'm just kind of making this up as an example for Apple. But let's say they wanted to raise $100 million. They say, okay, let's, let's um, divide our company into 100 million pieces, sell it for a dollar a share. 
and we raised this money and now we can use this money you know to build factories or do marketing or whatever they need but the people they sell those shares to now become legal owners in the company so they're no longer private they're a public company they have to report to the owners they have to report what their earnings are what their expenses are uh, and things of that nature right and so um, that's what uh, a stock is okay. the stock market is just a centralized place where people go to buy and sell and exchange their shares of stock Got it. because if we didn't have this centralized place every people, people might be walking around with a picket sign saying I got 500 shares I'm trying to sell I got a thousand I'm trying to buy they needed a centralized place and that's what the stock exchange uh, is yeah. in its most simplest terms there's, there's really no more complicated than that Got it. So, so for me, it kind of begs the question, okay, so if we're talking what is a stock market, so there's not really the stock market. There are, there would then be multiple stock markets that we could participate in. Is that right? Yeah, is there just yeah, one central stock market? Or? Well, most people have heard of the New York stock, the New York uh, stock exchange, um, but there's multiple exchanges out there. It's kind of like a uh, uh, if you, I guess the only thing the first thing that came to mind was like an octopus with with many legs out there, but they all feed into this, you know, uh, this this uh, centralized body. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, yeah, there's a lot of different uh, exchanges out there that people can go through, and sometimes when they place an order to buy and sell a stock, it's routed to all these different exchanges they may not even know about. Um, but I try and keep it as as, as uh, easy to understand as possible. And, and if you think of the stock market, it's just like a big flea market where everybody shows up to either buy their stocks or exchange their stocks or sell their stocks. That's really the general concept. Okay. Um, I'm with you. So, so if you're just mm-hmm. tuning in, uh, we are here with J.R. Fenwick who has an initiative underway to develop 1,000 new stock traders or investors. And so we're just going through some of the basics in terms of uh, how a stock market operates, what a stock is. What time does the stock market open, JR? You know, that's a good question. I always ask people that at my seminars. I start off saying, <laughs> who likes to shop? Right. Who likes to shop? And there's always hands that pop up. And I say, you know, what time do your favorite store open? And people are like, oh, you know, it opens at, at 9 o'clock. It closes at 6 o'clock. And on holidays, it stays open till 11. And they know all this stuff. They know all the details. The stock market open. They know all the details. I say, what time does the stock market open? And out of, I've spoken to thousands of people across the country. Out of those thousands, to date, 11 people. And these are some of the most well-educated folks on the planet. 11 knew what time the market opened. Wow. Of thousands of people. 930. Out of thousands. So for the record, what time does it open? (laughs) So for the record, it opens at 930. 930 a.m. It closes at 930 a.m. It closes at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Got it. That that's the that's the store. That's the most important store people need to know, you know, what time it opens. Because these very stores that they know that their hours are stores they can buy stock in and they don't even think about it. You know, so it's uh it's quite interesting. But yeah, those are the hours, nine thirty to four. Nine thirty to four. Okay. So tell us tell us what a broker is with regard to the stock market as we're as we're winding up here. Okay. So a broker is just a middle person. 
um, a broker is just someone who facilitates a transaction between a buyer and a seller. Okay. So you have somebody say, you know, they yeah, they want to they want to uh, sell the stock. Somebody wants to buy it. So the broker is really the one who goes to the stock exchange and grabs all these shares, and uh, and then it's the middleman that facilitates it. And, and you have these brokerage firms: uh, E Trade, TD Ameritrade, Scott Trade, Charles Schwab. Okay, Del- okay. We've heard of all these. Yeah. That's all they are: is is, is middlemen between buyers and sellers. So are they necessary? Do we have to have a broker in order to enter the stock market? Yes. Unless you want to go, say you wanted to buy some uh, stock in Coca-Cola. You okay. can contact the company mm-hmm. the old-fashioned way, send them some money, and they'll send you a stock certificate in the mail. Nobody does that anymore. Um, Got it. It's <laughs> electronic. Right. So you just go to your broker, and within a matter of milliseconds, you have um, that boom, certificate. You, you have the stock, yeah. And you can get rid of it just as quick as well. Tell so, us. Yeah, tell it, it, us. It, you definitely want a broker. You want a broker. Okay. So tell us two major things that people do with stocks. So the two major things that people do with stocks is, um, now there's many things, but there's two major ones. Uh, they typically uh, invest. And that just simply means that they buy and they hold that stock. Uh, those shares mm-hmm. of stock for okay. a year or longer. Or they trade the stock. And all that simply means is that they're buying and selling the stocks over a shorter period of time, which could be months, weeks, days, hours, minutes, even seconds. Got it. So trading and investing are two different things. All right. So investing longer term, term year term. longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, um, investors buy low with the intention of selling high somewhere down the road. Traders, we can make money when the stock goes up and when it comes down. And that's a whole other topic, but that's if perfect. Listening audience, just pays attention to that. Traders can make money when stocks go up and when they come down. Perfect. And well, we got to wrap up, JR. We, we got to wrap up. This has been All great, right. but I want to let folks know we'll be back next week with the third installment. This segment was brought to you by FlipThatStock.com, the leading education and technology company that specializes in teaching beginners how to trade in the stock market. Thank you so much, JR. Hey, thank you. Enjoyed it and looking forward to uh, next week where we continue the conversation. Yes, as am I. Thanks a lot. The release of the highly anticipated finance self-help book, Girl, What You Gonna Do With Your Money, is right around the corner. And here to share more about it is its author, serial entrepreneur, and business magnate, Tawana Golson. Tawana, how are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you this day on this great getting up Wednesday? Yes, so good to hear your voice. I'm banging on things and getting in trouble with my producer. (laughs) You know you're my fave. (laughs) Tawana, please tell us about the book. Why do we need it? Why do you need it? Everybody needs it. Not just girls, but guys. You guys have been buying the book. Thank you, guys. Um, We all need it because we just need to get our money straight. It's the beginning of the year. You know, it takes 14 days to form a habit. I got 14 chapters in there. If you just take one chapter a day, make minor changes in your life, Mm. you can change the trajectory of your financial life. So I wrote it because so many people asked me, Tawana, what what do you do? And I said, you really want to know? So now I have a book. And I'm so excited to share that 
with you guys on Saturday as we launch it. I was just going to say, because, you know, people launch books all the time, but then you have the Tawana Golson way of doing things, which says, you know what? It's my birthday. I'm going to have this big old event. So let's talk about, like, the event itself. The event itself. Okay, so what it's going to look like, a whole lot of surprises from what they tell me. Some things I'm not privy of because it is my birthday, so I guess they want to surprise me again. Wow. Um, <laughs> so I'm not privy to some of it, but we are going to have some celebrity guests. We're going to have people reading, including men that are going to do oh some readings. I'm just not going to hear me. You're going to hear readings and testimonials and a little bit of music and a little bit of celebration, but just really get down to what the heart of the book is. And that's about getting our money right. Tawana, I can't wait. Can't wait either. Are you going to be there? I am going to be there. Look, I think I was one of the first to sign up. I'm super excited to get my copy and get it signed. And just, I know that's going to be a high energy time. It's going to be, I mean, at the beautiful Slover Library. I love it. We sold so many tickets that we actually have to ask them for an additional, a larger space. So I'm excited that they have them for us. Yes. So how can we, um, how can we get a copy? Or how can we get tickets or is there still access? Yeah, you can actually, although we haven't advertised it as access, but when people come, we're not going to turn them away because we know people nice. can bring people. Um, you can just come and buy the book at the door and then we're going to announce that day um, where else you can get that book. We just haven't announced that yet. Okay, okay. So are there still okay. tickets available via Eventbrite or? Yes. Okay, yeah, what's can, the... You can go to Eventbrite. Okay, Eventbrite, TawanaGolson.com. put my name in there. If you put my name in there, you'll find me. If you go to TawanaGolson.com, my email, you can also click on buy the book, pre-order the book, and it'll take you to Eventbrite as well. Okay, okay, perfect. Okay. And I just want to, can you spell that out for our, for our listeners? Because people call after the show and they're like, what was that one guest name? And How to spell my name? It's T-I-J-U-A-N-A. Like the city of Mexico, G H O L S O N dot com, com. And I just want to shout out to Juana for all reasons. She's not just this newly minted author. She's also just a business coach par excellent. If you are looking for coaching, if you're looking for co-working space, um, what else you got going on to Juana that folks need to know about? Man, we're launching other businesses as well. Um, many of my current clients they're coming out with new businesses new book launches it's not just me it's not just about me it's a community that we're building now so you guys just keep your eyes open and your ears open and follow me on tawanagolson.com and you'll see the other launches as well okay i love it tawana one more time spell out the tawana golson let folks know where they can get tickets for your event happening this weekend I just want to make sure I don't know I'm not sure if we said that it was Saturday What time it starts I know we said it's oh, over uh, yeah, oh, we Just did give it. us it's the Saturday. identifying details Yes, it's my birthday, y'all Saturday, January 12th Clover Library, Norfolk, Virginia The beautiful Norfolk, Virginia beautiful. From 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. We're going to just have a great time I'll be able to sign some books And take pictures with people And just really love on people And thank you for, for just buying my book um, And TawanaGolson.com is T-I-J-U-A-N-A-G-H-O-L-S-O-N.com Perfect. I love it. Thank you so much, Tawana, for being with us today. And again, we look forward to 
seeing and engaging with you on Saturday. Happy birthday in advance. And thank you for all you do in our community. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And as promised, a focus now on work-life balance solutions for entrepreneurs. I'm excited to introduce Reverend Jossie Patterson. He's a graduate of the Duke Divinity School in Durham, North Carolina, ordained back in 2008. He is a husband and father of five children, uh, has a passion for people in extreme broken places, actually pastors an online ministry and is an entrepreneur himself. Mr. Jossie Patterson, how are you? Hey, good morning or good afternoon rather. And uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my hometown, Hampton Roads. Good awesome. to be on with you today, sir. It is great to have you. Look, I started to read through your entire bio, but I figured some of this information you might like to tell us yourself. <laughs> so if there's anything more you want to say by way of introduction, have at it. But I'm sir, I'm ready to hear because I am an entrepreneur who struggles with the work-life balance piece. I want to know what solutions that you're implementing in your household for your family. Absolutely. And um, I think you said a lot in the introduction already. Um, I have... Uh, five beautiful children, so therefore I, it is important that you uh, I have a work-life balance. Absolutely. Um, I know that they are my first priority, my first ministry. Yeah. I'm first called to them, and uh, it's important that I take care of my duties as a husband, as a father, but also, you know, you got to pay the bills. So, um... <clears throat> I mean, but may I, may I call you, Jossie? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I got to ask you this because that sounds really pie in the sky. When I'm thinking about my two babies and my husband and my businesses, I'm struggling. I'm up at 5 a.m. I'm going to bed at 1 a.m. You know, I'm texting all throughout. the. I mean, I'm just it's super busy. How do you practically speaking, how do you balance it? Right. Well, it's a work in progress, one, but I feel like uh, once you know better, you can do better, right? So, uh, and I've been working on this, these strategies for years, and by no means do uh, I want to come across as being perfected. But I do have some strategies. I have these five things uh, that help me balance my life, help me balance my work, you know, my spirituality. Bless and, uh, us, Reverend. And take care of myself. So, we need uh, this. <laughs> go absolutely, ahead. Absolutely. So here we go. I'm going to do it in, in um, a quick Baptist sermonette style here. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> the first part is knowing my worth. Um, okay. I think that's important. You know, in my uh, line of work, I'm a certified educator with the ACPE, and I teach uh, I teach um, ordained clergy and lay people who are looking to explore options in clinical ministry. Okay. Uh, and one of the things I start with is I ask them to drop an anchor uh, in their worth because that should never be negotiated by your wow. circumstances, uh, by your successes or your failures. You got to know that you have already been fearfully and wonderfully uh, created in God's likeness and in God's image. And that's something that I work on now. Does it? Is it always on ten? No, it fluctuates. It goes back from. I, I don't think I've dropped below four, maybe, uh, but it goes back and forth based on what I face every day, but just constantly reminding myself that my worth is non-negotiable. Okay. Uh, being a serial entrepreneur, you know, you, I start things, some of them take off, others don't. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's about protecting that core 
So you're talking about really having a balanced perspective. So we are not our status as entrepreneurs. That's not who we are. That might be what we do, but the who we are is something much, much greater and has much, much more value. So that kind of helps us to keep that, that psychology in check. Is that what you're saying? It's psychology and it's also, I think, theological. Okay. Um, you know, uh, even in the scriptures, they tell us like in Psalms uh, 139 and 14, it talks about how you're fearfully and wonderfully made and that God's works are wonderful. So you are wonderful. And mm-hmm. it tells us that we're made in God's likeness and in God's image. So when you look in the mirror, be careful about what you, what you talk about because you're talking about one of God's greatest creations. That's good. I like it because we, we take a lot of bumps and bruises, you know, and, and we definitely can benefit from a daily refreshing of the truth. So I think that's that's huge. I'm taking notes. What's the second one? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I believe before before you get started on like your uh, aspirations, your dreams, uh, starting a business, you have to have a healthy relationship first with yourself. That's good. And that's uh, that's the core of knowing your worth. Number two, um, I'm, for healthy work-life balance, um, I want to just uh, stress that workaholism is not a virtue. Mm. And I believe it stems from uh, when we suffer from an inflated sense of self. You mm. know, like, <clears throat> like if, if I don't get this done, the world is going to implode. That's not, that's not a healthy uh, way to start looking at pursuing your dreams and aspirations. Wow. You know, I look at it as God has given me an idea. Okay. I might be the only one on the planet with it, but I know that if God has given it to me, then God has to prepare me and also has to equip me uh, to bring it into fruition. Okay. okay. So it's not all about me. And that is a huge stress reliever. It's not all about me. The plans, the dreams, uh, the aspirations that we have, uh, the businesses we want to start. It can't be about, I want to be successful, I don't want to be rich and famous, and if I don't do this, then the world is going to end. Nothing Love that one. Nothing to the end. That's good. So, That's good. Yeah, uh, I think this, this world kind of pressurizes work and this sense of productivity, and so... Um, to have again that healthy spiritual balance to say wait a minute you know there's a bigger picture than just you and and this thing has to develop I think that's great what's number three I'm moving us along because you know we got (laughs) we got just a few minutes Uh, number three stress management and anxiety uh, uh, management Mm -hmm. you know um, in my business uh, we talk a lot about um, anxiety Uh, I believe anxiety is a normal human emotion, Mm -hmm. and and when it is managed well, it can be a good motivator. Uh, When it is too high or extreme, it can impede us and lock us down, petrify us, and prevent us from moving forward. So just managing that. Since anxiety is, you know, if you want to get into the uh, biology and the physiology of it, uh, anxiety be, can be managed through physical activity uh, many times, you know, okay. um, to keep it at normal levels. So it's important to have some type of regimen in your life where you manage your stress. It can't all be always on. You can't always have stimuli coming in, especially with the, um, the, uh, with the usage of social media and devices. We're always... Um, Looking at our text messages, having to update, having to tweet, having to post on Instagram, having to check our likes. Wow. Like, 
you know, watching TV. Uh, as a matter of fact, if I can be a little transparent, I have a therapist, and my therapist told me, she was like, what do you like to listen to on your way uh, to work and on your way home? And I told her, I listen to talk radio. She was like, what does that do for you? I was like, it gets me riled up. And she was like, and you wonder why you walk into the house amped. Mm. <laughs> like, turn it off. Have some quiet time. Some downtime um, away from that stimulus. In your bedroom. Turn the TV off. Let Give your us- bed that be a sacred place of management uh, and, and meditation. So being and intentional rest. about creating that. I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good. Uh, <clears throat> Give us and four and five. I'm <laughs> sorry. Go sorry. ahead. No. We're going to have you back, Jossie. I promise. Hey, <laughs> absolutely. Start living and stop existing. Take some agency over your life. All right. You're not a victim. And if you have been victimized, that's okay. There's redemption uh, for you. There are uh, people out there who can help you. There are programs uh, out there who can help. But if you live life like a victim, then that's how you're going to see the world. You know. And, and so <clears throat> when you think about that one in the context of entrepreneurship, how do you see it kind of tying in? I'm thinking about... Um, when I think about start start living and stop existing, sometimes we kind of get caught in that that rut, that routine of just going, 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 um, right. pausing to kind of smell those roses. I think is, is is very important. But it sounds like you might be hitting at something a little deeper. Yeah. Well, um, stop waiting for permission to live your dreams, to start mm-hmm. your business. To, yeah. You don't need permission. If it has dropped into your spirit, that's all you need to get. That's started. all you need. Now that's really good. Because I think a lot of times we're looking for that that support from those family members, those friends, and you know we typically don't get that till after we're successful, you know. So right. that yeah, I love it. What's number five? Number five, and I I, I have to bring this up. We have to improve our health, mm. um, especially in the African American community, yeah, other communities of color where you might be uh, uh, living in an area that is like a food desert. Um, you know, they're, they're, you have to be intentional about taking responsibility for your health, making better choices, and start to eliminate some of the toxic uh, things that we put into our system. Yeah, um, love that one. Yeah, and, and that it, it starts with the biology uh, of it all. You know, we we can uh, sometimes start putting things into our system like fast food. We got to wrap it up. I'm sorry. But, but please let us know, Jossie, how can folks get a hold of you? Because I know folks are going to want more of this great information. How can they reach you? Um, and then, yeah, and then we got to transition. Absolutely. Check me out on social media. You can go to uh, One Church RDU, um, or you can uh, reach us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at One Church RDU, or look me up on Facebook, Jossie Patterson, G Y A S I. You know how to spell Patterson. An incredible online ministry. Thank you so much, Reverend Jossie. It was great having you. I look forward to bringing you back at least quarterly because we need this reminder. So, again, thanks for your time today. No doubt. Thank you, Blair. Appreciate it. You are welcome. All right, I've got just a couple more announcements here as we segue into our last guest of the day. I certainly want to share that the 2019 Black Business Gala 
sponsored by the Greater Durham Black Chamber of Commerce is about to happen. February 2nd, 2019 from 6 p.m. till 10 p.m. You can join the Greater Durham Black Chamber of Commerce there in Durham, North Carolina as they celebrate the outstanding and continuous history of black business development in Durham, North Carolina. As we know, Durham, North Carolina was home to one of the uh, several black Wall Streets that have existed uh, here in the United States. So this gala will honor two deserving individuals that have made a significant impact as leaders in the business community. You're invited to help them celebrate their honorees for their many contributions. The GDBCC will also award three businesses for their efforts at the Black Business Gala. Join them as they recognize an emerging business, a a longstanding business, excuse me, and a community organization. And our last guest of the day, Miss Sharon Lester. She's an accomplished fitness professional. So she'll help us with that. Jassy's number five there. She's maintained and taught over 25 fitness certifications and fitness formats over a 20 year career uh, alongside the experiences gained within her bachelor's degree. She's got an exercise and health promotion degree from my alma mater, Virginia Tech. Her latest extension of her brand includes the exclusive 200 hour ROIT yoga certification as she works to connect her clients with a mindfulness approach uh, to fitness and wellness that is soul based. She looks forward to helping reach helping folks to reach their fitness goals uh, that encompass all seven degrees of wellness. I'm super excited to hear more. Sharon, please help us. We are struggling with work life balance as entrepreneurs. What is your secret sauce, ma'am? How are you today? (laughs) I am doing fantastic, Blair. I am so grateful and honored to be here with you. And before I get any further, I'm just especially grateful because, like you mentioned, we are fellow Hokies United, um, helping to elevate people, bless people. So I'm just really honored that that we may serve. (laughs) (laughs) So I am absolutely just grateful to be here, honored as well. Um, I'll be honest with you, right out the gate, Blair, there is no secret sauce. I think that's the first secret. I think we, as a society, Society are just so challengingly tough and hard on ourselves and sometimes we are our own worst critic so that's the first thing I wanted to tell you there is no secret sauce you just really have to work on understanding appreciating and loving yourself moving forward knowing that you're doing the best that you really can as you just progress and elevate each and every day so that's the first thing I no think that's sauce. so important Sharon because everybody <laughs> thinks that somebody's got it figured out and it's like, oh, if mm-hmm. I could just be more this like this person or that like that person. But the no, approach you're ma'am. taking is to no, say, ma'am. no, no, it starts with self-acceptance, right? We're yes, all on our own Absolutely. trajectory um, and we'll all, we'll all get there. Oh, thank you for that reassurance this, this afternoon. <laughs> so what, so what, what is it that you are teaching? It looks like you've got, so I'm, I'm curious about the seven degrees of wellness as it relates to entrepreneurship? Well, I'll be honest with you. What I teach every day, um, I touch on people. Um, And I mean that (laughs) physically and just emotionally, spiritually as well, Um, whether it's through the platforms um, online or whether it's within the classes, private clients that I do as well. Um, I'm a huge proponent of self-care, self-love, really understanding and putting in the work for yourself first. Mm-hmm. Because if you're busy, especially as a parent, you mentioned that as well, I'm a mom as well. Mm-hmm. If you're putting and pouring out all of this love into everyone else, you leave no time or effort for yourself. So I'm very much about putting that effort in with yourself first. 
And it's not a selfish thing to care and love for yourself first. When you really are uplifted and you really feel good about yourself, how do you walk, Blair? Don't you walk a little bit taller? Yeah, hold that head a little little bit bit higher. Absolutely. Heads a little bit higher, those shoulders are back a little bit more. It honestly is just a better way to just lead forward within your professional, personal life as well. Um, As far as Mm. the seven degrees of wellness, I mean, it's really, everyone kind of knows the basics, right? They know about fitness. They know about spirituality, right? They understand and know about, you know, the physical aspect as far as nutrition is concerned. But honestly, I don't want to get people all caught up in, you know, I have to do all these things all the time in order to be totally fit. Really take it back to just the beginning. Understanding, you know, to look good, you need to feel good as well. And when I say look good, I'm not even talking about a six-pack. I'm honestly just talking about how do you really walk? How do you walk your path? You're uniquely, like Dossie touched on, you're uniquely and wonderfully made. You have a specific, unique path that is for you. It's not going to look like how Blair's looks. It's not going to look how my favorite auntie's looks. It doesn't look how the mailman's looks. So just understanding what it means to you in order to move forward is really the huge proponent when it comes to wellness. But as far as answering your question, physical, of course, we know. Emotionally, we know. Intellectually, socially, spiritually, environmentally, and then occupationally, which is like your work and your professionalism. So those are all the main components and dimensions of wellness. And you can kind of go around through those and work on those one by one. And so what is it that you're doing within your practice? Are you, do you operate a gym? Do you work within someone else's gym? How are, what are you, what's your contribution as it stands? Well, my contribution within my community here um, in the Shenandoah Valley, I work at two different locations. I also work with clients virtually and whether that's internationally or even locally. Please Um, talk about that. What's the virtual component? (laughs) I love it. Look at Zoom making all things possible. I try. I try. I really do. But, you know, some days, like Dr. says, some days it works, you know, some days it doesn't. Like just being kind with yourself. But um, as far as virtually goes, I have a self-care academy. And what that entails is um, I work with people to take care of their fitness, whether it's giving them programming that's unique to them or depending on the area, directing them to the resources that are appropriate for them based on what their quote-unquote soulmate workout is. Soulmate workout is just a workout that you're going to do day in and day out that keeps you consistent. I don't want to, you know, introduce someone to Zumba if they don't enjoy dancing. You know what I mean? Sometimes people get cookie cutter programming and it's not really tailored to them. So I work with them to get, you know, find their soulmate workout. So I do the physical part. I also counsel them nutritionally. Like you mentioned, I do have a degree. You know, this is what I do. It's what I've done for over 20 years. It's my passion. It's really my love language and how I'm able to bless people because it really makes me feel as I'm contributing, you know, into the world. So I deal with you physically. I deal with you nutritionally. And then I also hit upon the mindfulness. A lot of times, you know, people don't have that mindset you know, the way that really it would be best behooved for them. So I really work to nail that down and find out what is their magic and how do we keep that magic and keep them sustainable so that they are a productive person within their own life. Beautiful. 
If you just tuned in, we're having a fascinating conversation now about work-life balance for the entrepreneur. Uh, we featured Reverend Jassy Patterson, and we're talking now with Sharon Luster, who is an extremely accomplished fitness professional, uh, sharing with us sort of every realm of wellness and how it sounds to me like we've just kind of got to balance all of these things um, if we're yeah. going to lead lives that are full and fun and productive and healthy and helpful. Um, you're kind of like all in my lane. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear about this virtual self-care academy. Tell people how they can connect with it. How can we reach you? Sure. I have my um, Instagram page, which you can just find me under the handle, The Solo Line. And I also have um, my own website, which again, TheSoloLine.com. I'm going to have you say that again. What Absolutely. was it? On Instagram, it's the soul aligned. Just you know, the soul aligned. Aligned. So yes, we're talking T H E S O U L A L I G N E D. The soul aligned. You got it, Blair. Okay. You got okay. it. The soulaligned.com as well. You can find me on that website. You'll find a welcome video. You'll find actually some free mindfulness um, meditations on there as well as a self love meditation for free. Um, you'll find my schedule, my teaching schedule, whether I do master classes up and down the East Coast or whether I'm local in your area. I do um, classes as well um, within my self care academy. I also have a Yoga Soul Academy, excuse me, the Yoga Soul Experience, where um, I'm able to teach people about yoga, about mindfulness, about meditation, about using essential oils, about using that practice of really just kind of getting you back connected with yourself. There's so much stimuli out there, like Jossie mentioned. You know, everyone's always in their phones, they're listening to things, watching things. And a lot of times, we are so wound up or so overstimulated, we don't listen to the voice within. Sharon, oh, I got to cut you off. I'm so sorry. This has been (laughs) phenomenal. I cannot wait to have you back on, again, thesoulaligned.com, thesoulaligned on Instagram. I want to thank you again, and I certainly look forward to talking with you soon. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we featured J.R. Fenwick for the second segment on our installment on Stocks and Entrepreneurship. We featured Reverend Jassy Patterson and Ms. Sharon Luster on a segment about work-life balance solutions for entrepreneurs. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party.